0: welcome to the spicy chai podcast i'm mara kimthias i host this podcast and still work a successful and fulfilling nine to five my guests are content creators just a bit ahead of you you will hear about their struggles and wins learn from their mistakes so that you can avoid making them so grab a cup of spicy chai and let's get started All right, so we are in the rapid fire segment. So here I asked Kenneth, our guest this week, some really quick rapid fire questions and he has 60 to 90 seconds to respond to them. So are you ready, Kenneth? Yes, ma'am. Awesome. So one advice you would give to creators starting on LinkedIn?
1: I would say find a specific niche that you're able to talk to for an hour without anybody being able to stop you. Um, I think that's a pretty good way to start. It can be kind of rough. If you're trying to be all over the place and try to be an expert in anything, right? So just find that one area that you're really passionate about and you'll be good in the long run, I would say.
0: Love that. One advice you would give to someone who is starting as a solopreneur with a nine to five.
1: I would go, going back towards our, our previous um, information, I, I would say, starting yourself with people that truly have your best interests at heart. Um, it makes it a lot easier when you get on those down days, and those rough days, we're going to make any sales or no one's responding towards you.
0: Of that one thing you love about being a solopreneur while juggling your nine to five
1: so probably the biggest thing is like i'm my own boss so
0: hey um, i,
1: I kind of get i kind of get to do what i, I like like what i want to do like when i want to do it right nobody yells at me no <laughs> one me to go to meetings i don't want to go to um that's probably the biggest benefit towards it it's very refreshing right like if i want to change something i can change it right there right then right there yeah. so it's pretty cool in my perspective
0: I, I 100% agree. That's one of my favorite things too. Uh, one thing you hate about being a solopreneur while doing your nine to five?
1: I would say to start off because to pivot back off of that, everything is on you, right? Um, I do have a team around me, but also, also ultimately all decisions come back to me, right? So I'm in charge, right? Like I'm holding a lot of people's future in my hands, which kind of stresses me out a lot, right? Um, I feel like I'm LeBron James on the basketball court. Um, it's a lot, a lot. I don't know how he does it every, all day, every day. Um, but that's probably the biggest thing for me.
0: LeBron is pretty cool, you know. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> are you a LeBron fan? Is like, is that?
1: I a, I he's not my favorite player, but I respect his game and what he's done for our community a lot.
0: Totally random, but who's your favorite basketball player?
1: I would probably say Giannis at this point.
0: Ah, yeah, he's been MVP for a lot of years, right? Yeah,
1: he's been back to back like two years ago
0: yeah yeah I was gonna say so all right no back to the rapid fire sorry about that i'm I'm a I used to be a big basketball fan um around 10 years ago and then now it's been more cricket but you know I was a, i was when Kobe was really high I was like crazy about Kobe still am uh, and I really do like LeBron I don't like that he does a lot of drama on the court um but I do really <laughs> like you know i I love the way he plays and I love the way he, I love his entrepreneurship I don't know if you've noticed yes. that and he creates um Netflix documentaries and you no, he i think he's a great entrepreneur and a basketball player and people don't realize that about him so yeah anyways back to the rapid fire sorry i'm just like talking about basketball right now um so one thing that you think people should know about creating content on linkedin that they don't know
1: i would say maybe people don't realize this but um like engagement and actually getting people to actually buy your stuff are two different things right so yeah. one thing for i for i guess like justin Walsh talked about this a lot one of his articles like the top of the sales funnel may be likes right and as you get further down and down and down right that may become dms and it may become calls and it may become like sales calls right
0: mm-hmm.
1: so different pieces of content will create different pieces of that right mm-hmm. um so you want to have like a balanced diet of both right you want to have content that gets you a lot of engagement people get to know who you are then you have calls that are designed to make people actually click and buy things right um so keep that in mind when you're going on your LinkedIn journey
0: I love that. And what is one of your fears that you had when you started on LinkedIn?
1: I can sound probably stupid, <laughs> which I probably oh. still do, but at this I don't <laughs> care, right? Um, people, yeah. don't, I realize that people don't remember anything, right? Like yeah, you post, people do So it's pretty, it's pretty cool, right? So if I mess up, I can just tweak the post, post it again. Like, oh, someone's like, wow, it's a brand I never seen it before. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I love it.
0: I love it. And what is uh, one of the fears that you have now as you continue to post on LinkedIn?
1: Not getting enough. Um, dms or sales calls
0: Mm, absolutely and so something that people don't talk much about thank you so much for being vulnerable there and being honest so what is one common myth about being a creator on linkedin that you want to debunk
1: i'd probably say it's easy or you just like post pictures about yourself especially (laughs) on linkedin like it's not like instagram or facebook or tiktok um the content is normally a little more deep Hmm. A little more nuanced, I would say, and like compared to the other platforms. Because it is, LinkedIn wasn't necessarily designed to be a business platform, right?
0: Right. So I think
1: a lot of connections um, and networking opportunities are a little bit different compared to other, different other platforms, I would say.
0: I love it. What are one, two, three mistakes you wish you had avoided as a risk management online entrepreneur?
1: I would probably say um, trying to be an expert in, it, in everything. Hmm. Because of the way my brain works, I like a lot of different things. So trying to narrow it down what's kind of hard for me. Um, I think like I just like post some random stuff that wasn't like pertaining directly towards my brand it was another mistake that I'd probably say that I made.
0: Hmm. Fair. Okay. So just like random things that you've done throughout. Um. I guess. Sorry, I missed that part. Yeah. That I try uh, to understand uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Especially right. when I was,
1: especially when I was like back in college,
0: hmm. It was like random
1: stuff I would just post
0: oh fair fair okay that that makes sense all right what are what's the biggest most expensive mistake you've ever made
1: like in general or just pertaining to this business
0: uh anything you want to answer you can answer
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, biggest mistake i'll probably say like I dated this girl one time and she stole like hundred dollars from me. Now, this is back when I was like, Ooh, broke no camp, way. Right? That's
0: so funny. <laughs> Sorry, not so... funny then, but funny now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is like back when I was like, broke, kind of when, like $800 yeah. was like $8,000 for me now. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah. Back when in Delhi.
0: Absolutely. And
1: she took like hundred dollars from the me. Gr- and the, never, girl's and hustler, never again.
0: the girl's a hustler, though. The girl's a hustler. So I love it. Awesome. Um, what is one thing that you really love that you've purchased that's a hundred under a hundred dollars
1: under a hundred dollars um dang hundred dollars <laughs> probably I would say i don't know, I, have, I have very expensive taste sadly
0: <laughs> I love answer, it some,
1: some me things. too <laughs> i I would probably say, honestly, honestly, the arm monitors for my for my monitoring stand um, are probably mm-hmm. the best thing. If I'm able to actually move my screen around. So when I'm actually working, I slip mm-hmm. it back. So I have three All monitors. Right. When I'm not working on my business, I can flip it around so I so I can do my videos face to face. I think that, that was like eighty dollars.
0: I love it. It's called an arm monitor.
1: Yeah, um, for your or monitoring stand, I think.
0: Okay. Awesome. I'll have the link in the show notes. So, okay. That's what I was asking. All right. Awesome. All right. Final question for the rapid fire. What are 20% of the things you do that bring you 80% of the results in your online entrepreneur journey?
1: Now, that's a good question. I'll probably say LinkedIn, right? Mm -hmm. Like creating good LinkedIn content so far, that's where I've gotten almost all my clients. So I was saying creating good LinkedIn content has gotten me like majority of of my results from actual sales.
0: I love it. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks again, Kenneth. For those of you who have been listening to this uh, short, rapid fire, we do have a longer podcast episode with Kenneth and you'll see that in this week. So if you want to learn more about Kenneth and his journey and his journey as an online entrepreneur and his content creation journey and his journey as a side hustler, make sure you tune into that podcast episode. And if you've liked this episode, let us know, DM us on LinkedIn. Um, And yeah, till next time, you got this beautiful. Well, beautiful, it is my hope that this podcast has inspired you to create your own podcast. Remember, you don't have to quit your 95 to do it. And if you found value in this podcast, you're going to love my free training video on how you can get started today. DM me the word Chai" on LinkedIn and I'll send it over to you. Until then, lots of love from your favorite. You got this beautiful.